0: Welcome back to The Glint Standard. Today, we're going to be talking about websites and why they matter. Welcome to The Glint Standard. The only podcast with millennial and old school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. All right. So, website, right? Mm. Uh, Everybody should have one, especially as a business. Everybody or every business or? I mean, really? Did you have a website? Uh, so I don't know I, I do. <laughs> I have my own personal website. Yes. Uh, um, I don't have one, and I just I just can't keep up with all that. It's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> totally fine. So no, I have I have uh, I think I manage over about eight different ones now. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, like podcasts, friend stuff, yeah. all that kinds of stuff. Um, so it's you know, all different kinds, um, and then I even have my own personal branding one as well.
1: Yeah, of course, it's important. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, that's—I I think the thing is—you have to think about web a little bit like real estate, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's a lot of it, but boys, it getting gobbled up quickly. It is, yeah. Domains are the—that's the main
0: thing. That's, that's a, tough, to get that's the a tough piece too. Yeah, trying to get the domain. So
1: part of what we do is, you know, we rename companies. Mm-hmm. Come up with some amazing names. Well, you still got to find a domain for them. You got to find—does it work? Does somebody else have it? And man, it's getting tougher and tougher. It
0: is. It really is. And yeah, it's you know, trying to get the usernames on social media and all that stuff. I mean, as you said, when we're re- renaming companies, that's like one of the biggest things that we always have to check now is, oh my gosh, like we right. came up with this awesome idea, but then we can't no, use we it. No, we
1: didn't. <laughs> we have it. It just doesn't work. <laughs> we can't use it. So, so why 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 is having a website important?
0: Um I so I was I was told very early on in my career to always think of your website as um, it's a 24 seven salesperson, right? Um, No matter what you're selling, right? Whether that be product, whether that be just the story that you're trying to tell as a nonprofit, um, whether that be as a personal branding site, like what story you're trying to tell there. So um, think of it as uh, an extension of your sales and marketing team, right? To really do that job for you 24 seven. So the point of having a website is to be able to syndicate information about your company or organization All the time, so that when people do want to find out more about you, it's there and it's readily available. And it's also telling that story. I think that's the important part. Um, I would say that's more of the differentiator now between good websites and bad websites is are they telling the right story?
1: Yeah, I think it used to be. You know, if you had a website, you were just kind of an up and coming brand with new technology, and you're Mm -hmm. braced and you're pushing it forward. Whether it's e-commerce or just you know more of an informational site, now. You have to have it, or you're right. not a relevant brand. You're you're working out of your house, what are you doing? Can right. I rely on you to be there? Uh, if you're selling products, where are they being made? Mm. Um, if you can't be found, people start to not trust because so many companies have, um, we'll say not, not, not good companies, have gone to try to take advantage of people. And yeah. that's happened. And that's caused um, companies that are trying to do the right thing. If they don't have the right presence, they're going to appear to be like those companies. Mm. And there's been a lot of consumer trust that's been lost across digital platforms because of that. So that's one reason I think you have to have a website. No matter how big or small your your, your business is, you have to build something to get started to show you have a stake in the game really
0: yeah yeah and i like you touched on it a little bit but there are companies now that it blows my mind like they still run just they don't have a website they run on facebook or linkedin or whatever immediately i think of like small you know one two shop maybe agencies Mm -hmm. um, because that's our industry right But, but I immediately think of that where they're like, "Ah, we really don't need that. We're just starting
1: out. We'll just we'll build it later, kind of thing." It's, it's part like, of what you do, and agencies are horrible about doing their own marketing. That's true. I mean, we're we, we're guilty of that a little bit too. And <laughs> as you get more advanced, the things you try to achieve become bigger. But even in the that's beginning, true. you have to have an established presence yeah. to get credibility. I think. Yeah, and and I think a lot of people are,
0: um, you know, they're 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 constantly thinking, "Oh, this is going to be this huge under." undertaking right like building a website having it done like oh my gosh like and it's the trying to reach perfection without having started right idea right so they're they're thinking through i need all these pages i need all this stuff and realistically i mean if you're just starting out and you're like a brand new company, maybe a one-page website is good enough for maybe, right maybe now. So. Yeah, right? Maybe so, yeah, maybe so. And domains cost almost nothing. I mean, they're so cheap now.
1: Yeah, the entry point for just getting started is pretty low. Yeah. A lot of people, if, if you're a little tech savvy, you can probably figure out a just get started approach. When you really start to structure it around building a business, though, a small and mid-sized mm-hmm. company, it really needs to be done right. It's not about getting, um, somebody local just to throw it together for you, that is, okay, I'll get you up. And you have an informational you know, site. Yeah. There's a lot more to it, and we'll go into some of that here in a minute, where the SEO plays into it, the hosting mm-hmm. plays into it, how your image is being uploaded, mm-hmm. all of that. Before we get there, really the most important piece of the website, it is the first touch point a lot of times, or probably 100% of the time, at least the second touch point, when you've talked to somebody, yeah. or somebody's searching for you. So what impression is that leaving? Are links broken? Mm-hmm. Is it, does it really have good information or is it just stuff? Mm-hmm. All of that starts to matter. And if you've, if you've invested in branding and you have an essence about your company, values, you, you have a logo mark, you have these things that start to identify you, is this website representing you, right? Mm-hmm. And it can, as you start to build and get bigger, it really becomes your office. Mm. Right. If you don't have one until you finally get an office, maybe yeah. that's more the pathway now, where it used to be in reverse. Yeah, and i i would I would agree.
0: I think it's the um what you're trying to accomplish with it, right? Like, right. like a, an e-commerce website. Like one of the one of the things I often think about is. Yeah, you can get information out there, but if you're trying to sell a product, like I can't, I can't tell you how frustrating it is sometimes. If I'm going to somebody that is selling a product and you can't buy there on the website, right? Because I'm <laughs> so just I'm like, yeah.
1: um, like, what are we this day and age? Yeah. yeah, I want it now. I want it
0: immediately. Exactly. Right. And and um, or you know, find us on Amazon. Here's a link to that. Right. And that and that's appropriate nowadays. But I think when you when you go and you. You have to kind of stop and think about what am I trying to actually do with it first. So
1: break that down a little bit more. Let's go into like design and structure of it then. Okay. Right? Because it's easy to go, hey, here's a template. Just fill in the blanks. Mm. Doesn't always work. Mm -mm. But design and structure, how important that is.
0: Yeah. So design and structure is significantly important. Right. Um, Only because of, uh, I would say, the way that people now view websites um is very uniquely different right mobile first when you're right. thinking about structure and design and and all of that and you're pointing that out you have to think of how is this going to be a responsive design across multiple different viewing screens? Right, they could be on their tablet, they could be on their phone, they could be. And on does their it work desktop. seamlessly across yeah. all of those platforms? Yeah, and how does it stack? Right, certain elements will stack this way, but I want it in reverse on mobile. And I don't right? want this
1: showing up on mobile, but I do want it showing up on desktop, right. things like that. So
0: all those things have to be considered now. Uh, the other thing that uh, I I like to talk about is everybody seems to be. And it was a trend that probably happened and started maybe five years ago where everybody wanted to put more information so now they're filling the screen right and as a design agency we often go back to like utilize space correctly right and so utilizing negative space um can be very beneficial it has almost like this calming effect on somebody that's visiting the
1: website like oh it's not just in my face with all this stuff like it's yeah, and put more in there if it requires more, but yeah. don't do it just to do it. Have a purpose behind it. Right. And and think about your user experience a little right. bit, right? It's we want to get people getting where they want to go as fast as possible. Mm. How many times do they have to click to buy a product? Yeah. As few as possible. If they're ready to buy, get them there and get them there quickly. Absolutely. And thinking through those things matters a lot in that user experience will drive people away to competitor just mm-hmm. because they're frustrated now. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you think about the client side when you're building for somebody like we yeah. do. Yeah. Can they go in and edit? Without you know really messing up the website.
0: Yeah. And we, we've seen it a a million different ways, I feel like, where it's, you know, don't give the client back end access. Uh, yeah. or, or, that's uh, an easy answer, right? Yeah. <laughs> It'll never change that them. way. <laughs> uh, or when they log into the backend end they can see like maybe just the homepage and then a form to fill out about the changes they yeah, want to doesn't help so, them a lot, right? No. And, and, and a lot of our clients that we get for website design and development is they're really frustrated, right? Um, with where they're at with their current provider, because they're like, I can't, I can't even go and change a phone number. And I have to submit this to like have them change it. It takes three and it four takes, weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like it could take a week to like get a phone number changed. you know. And I think that was the hard part, especially when COVID hit, right? Um, people wanted to update their audience about what was happening. How are they handling it? It became a real struggle yeah. for a lot of companies. And, yeah. it, and if they couldn't update their website, I mean, it...
1: It, it, it definitely changed the, the overall environment in that regard where... Mm. People want to have control, and as a company, you should. Yeah. There are certain things you don't want to give them control of. but it really gets in the back end of imagery and stacking and things like mm-hmm. that, that can become a mess real quick. Right. But changing imagery, changing copy, some some basic things: my map, right, my locations. Right. Can I put a new location in? Basic things like that you should be able to accomplish, and that probably covers ninety percent of what they need to do anyway.
0: The, the biggest thing is um, instructing. I our our belief on it, right, is to to instruct our clients right like hey if you get to like theme options and customization and you're looking at php files which is super technical don't um, do it yeah you're in the wrong place you're you're in (laughs) like that will break your site if you change something the wrong way so it's like hey go to pages adjust the content there we've made it with a drag and drop builder type functionality which is becoming increasingly more common Um, especially we build on wordpress but even drupal who's another very popular Mm -hmm. one they have drag and drop builders just as well. Um, you know. And, and then we even have some clients that are on like Squarespace and Wix and those kinds of things. So
1: take, take that though, and take those, lev, those levels of platforms. the way I look at it, right? Yeah. Um, how much does hosting and SEO now play in it as well? Because you can have a really kick, a killer website, right? And it may look amazing, yeah. and tell the right story, yeah. but if it can't be found, what's the point? Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's, if it loads, it takes forever to load, yeah. What's the oh. point? Right? So the,
0: the attention span of people is so short that if yeah. it takes more than about two to three seconds, to that's work? where
1: web goes a little bit deeper than just doing it yourself type of thing, yeah. or just getting something up and running in the beginning. Great, but as you grow as a business, not a great idea. And no, you're going to have to redo it at you some would, point to I, stay current.
0: Whenever we talk about the different levels, right, of what people should consider for web development and design. Um, the thing I often think about, I, I look at a couple of different factors, right? Uh, are you trying to do e-commerce, right? Um, if you are, like, what do you have internally on on your own system, right? If you're using Square versus Shopify um, as right. your checkout point, that makes a huge difference because Shopify can build you a website, and it's there. Square doesn't do that. Um, well, they do, but it's it's really not that creative right. a website, <laughs> um, and so. Um, but like you could integrate that with a WordPress website, right? So there's different levels of difficulty there, right? Um, Whereas if you're more of a non-e-commerce informal type site, um, then maybe something, if if you're managing it internally and you don't have a team to manage it or you don't wanna pay for website maintenance, then maybe something like a square
1: would be better, right? so uh, touch on touch on the hosting piece of it then, yeah. and the the SEO piece of it then, yeah. and how that really impacts. And it's it's part of your web, but it's a it's a really think of it as a, a third piece that has to drive it to make it work. Absolutely. So
0: when it comes to hosting, um, there are platforms like Wix and Squarespace that uh, is all encompassing, right? Um, where it has the hosting. All you really need is a domain. They can even now do that in the back end of their right. system, uh, but. You can build your website there, it's hosted there, but you're gonna pay that monthly fee regardless all the time, right? Um, with something like a WordPress website, there's different hosting providers that you could go to, right? So there's- speaking um, and choose what fits best based yeah. on size
1: and- Yeah. And
0: bandwidth that you need. Exactly, and and you can do dedicated IP address, which is super technical, but if you have a ton of traffic coming to your website or you need something extremely secure, a dedicated IP address is perfect for you. right? Different providers will charge different things for those, too. That's the thing, right? A Bluehost, which is more bottom-end versus WP Engine, which is more high-end. All those hosting is very different. Are you on a shared server or not a shared server? There's a lot of technical There's a lot of technical piece of that, but it does matter. It absolutely matters. Absolutely. And especially as you start to dive into site speed and those things, which, as you pointed out, also affect your SEO, right? the way that they're affecting SEO more and more, um, Google is getting less technical with their algorithms and they're getting more, how are people normally handling this, right? right. Um, and so rather than going, well, your website's got to load within like two seconds or else we're gonna dock you points for your you know, SEO. Instead, it's your website doesn't load fast, so most people exit your website within the first two seconds. Now we know it's not a good reference for people, right? So. That's how they're thinking about that from an SEO standpoint and site speed rather than
1: going from a technical build aspect yeah so you know in, in general you know web it's it's critical that you have it and mm-hmm. you have a presence there and here's 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 what I'll kind of uh, leave us with a little bit too yeah. right it's think of it as let's just say 30 40 years ago let's just take the 70s right mm-hmm. and back then you had a retail space you were in your community you would walk by You'd have, let's just say it's a small community of, you know, 500 businesses, something like that as a perspective. Right. You know who they are. You walk by and see them every day. You could advertise in the yellow pages, you know, whatever that form of media was. Right. Well, now this digital world is here. Your neighborhood now has 50 million companies in it because you can find them quickly. You can get shipped to directly. Mm-hmm. Um, neighborhoods that are next year's now are not that far away. They can be considered. So if you think of your, website is going into a digital neighborhood mm. that's why it's important that you're there you need to let people know you're in the neighborhood and then it's about how do i get them to come to my store versus right. that store right right yeah and i think that's a, a whole nother subject right of
0: um you can have a website and even if seo is maybe you're in an extremely competitive market and you're brand new to the the industry right like you just started your company but it's in a competitive market and you just happen to have a very unique approach that other mm. people, you know, a, a new technology came out or something right. like that, right? Um, that's, that's immediately where my mind goes. But like telling that story on your website, but then you're also, I mean, you're trying to compete with companies that may have be, been around for decades yeah. that have been doing SEO. It's going to be almost impossible for you to compete on that level. Now advertising comes into effect. Social media comes into effect. Yeah. All the driving how you, factors. How
1: unique is your story? What is your content saying? Do you look different? Why should I give you a chance? Are you local to me? Yeah. Are you not? Yeah. Come see me. Don't just buy on my website. Right. You can, but if you don't want to, come see me. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. And more of that is going to come around as well. Community, mm-hmm. just um, in general, is going to become stronger. Yeah. So I think that can be important. But that's where your, the uniqueness of your brand, the story that you're telling on web, Becomes really important. Yeah, and, and
0: as I said, I think it's the it's that story element um, and the way that you're telling that now, right? Um, better, better design, more use of negative and positive space, and then also um, even video. Now, I feel like that's such a such a hot that's, thing. Yeah, that's
1: a whole whole another
0: segment. So, but it's, <laughs> but but using that and utilizing it well on your website yeah. to help tell your story, I think yeah. that's, that's like where everything's headed. Um, with more of a bigger general audience. I right. think the people that are going to be pushing the edge are going to be adding in other things like augmented reality, right? So, um,
1: or VR tours or 360 video. Fun. And yeah, so all those <laughs> things um, that, you know. All, all plan around your website, which exactly. basically is your new office space. Think of yeah. it in terms of that. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. We'd uh, love to just. Uh, hear all the different stories that you guys have, um, what struggles you're having with websites, leave us a comment below or email us agency at theglintstandard.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Glint Standard, featuring Glint advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.